Hey, how's everyone doing? I hope well. Uh, today's episode is a little bit different than normal. This is a recording of a live episode of Popcorn Finance I recorded in Orlando, Florida as part of the Stacking Benjamins Three Town Tour. It was a lot of fun. Never thought I'd be doing a live performance of the show, especially in front of a, a big crowd, but it was really cool. I've, you know, I've been to an improv before. You know, we have them out here in LA, but this was the first time I've ever gotten to be on the stage. Uh, it was really scary, not gonna lie, but it ended up being a, a lot of fun. And so I really appreciate the guys over at the Stacking Benjamins podcast for letting me be a part of this. I won't be popping back in at the end of the episode. So before I go, I wanted to give you a reminder that the giveaway for a signed copy of Chris Hogan's book, Retire Inspired, is still going on. So I'll be picking a winner on November 1st at the end of the day. So make sure you enter in before then. And all you have to do is leave a review for Popcorn Finance on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot of that review, and then you can send it to me via DM and any of the social media platforms. Just look for Popcorn Finance. You'll find me on there. Or you can just send that image to me via email at contest at popcornfinance.com. And I'll put, a, I'll put that email address in the show notes so that way you don't have to try to stop and <laughs> write that down right now. So good luck. Make sure you get those entries in and enjoy today's episode. Hey, how's everybody doing? It's very exciting to be here. I... I'm really happy that, that they've decided to take their mission to go across the country and teach no one anything. So I think, I think this is great, and none of this will probably be helpful to anyone out there. So I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you. And so uh, my name is Chris. As Joe said, I host a show called Popcorn Finance. It's a short form podcast to discuss finance about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. So because tonight's special, I'll do something a little bit longer. So it'll be about three or four bags we're going to pop tonight. Nothing too long, but just a little bit longer. And so on my show, I talk about uh, a variety of topics. So everything from investing to side hustles to my love of tiny homes. And so I don't know if any of you are familiar with tiny homes, if you've ever seen one, right? They're great. If you haven't seen them, just Google tiny homes. You won't be disappointed. I'm not tiny, but I still love them. They're, 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 they're pretty good. And so, you know, uh, I also talk a lot about debt. And, you know, on my show, I've shared my story how, you know, at one point in my, in my life, I had about $27,000 of credit card debt. And it, it wasn't fun. It wasn't, it wasn't a good time at all. And that debt was made up of a lot of different things. So there was uh, a wedding that we had to pay for ourselves. Uh, there was food. Uh, there was, um, you know, we had a medical bills and we had some more food. It was just overall, we, we just spent money that we didn't have. And, you know, it, it's something that, that we, we struggle with to, to kind of get things together, change, change our, our lifestyle. But, you know, we, we paid off the debt and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's better now. <laughs> but, you know, it's, spending is still something that I struggle with. It's still something that, that is something that creeps up and I have to catch myself. So I thought tonight would be a good night to hold the first ever Popcorn Finance Spenders Anonymous meeting. Because, <laughs> because you know, we're, we're going to get through this together. So it, just to help everyone out, I'll, I'll get things started to, you know, break the ice. My name is Chris. I'm. Thank you. I am 31 years old, and I am a spender. You know, right? I've been spending for as long as I can remember. Uh, it's all just a blur. It's just you know. 
but it feels good to get it off my chest. Hopefully that makes you all feel a little bit better, a little, little more at ease, because I have a couple of questions that I'm gonna throw out there to all of you. So, you know, get ready, get prepared. But I wanna give you a little background on the questions before I throw them out there to you. So earlier this year, back in July, I was in Philadelphia. I was at a conference called Podcast Movement. And it's a place where a bunch of podcasters all across the country, they come together. And it's people from, right? People from the US, people from outside of the US. It's, it's a cool place. So I figured, since there's so many people from so many different areas, why not do a little bit of research? I have a nice broad group of people to work with. So I went around and I asked everyone these two questions. I said, what is the best thing that you've ever spent money on? And what's the worst thing that you've ever spent money on? And I was asking these two questions because I think when you look back on your purchases and you kind of think about how that made you feel, you can kind of determine where your values are. So if you look back, you look at a purchase, you're like, that was a horrible decision. Or you say, you know, I really, I really enjoyed that. So I feel that a way you can help control your spending is to kind of just say, I'm only going to buy things that bring value to me. And you know, I, I just recently finished reading uh, The Year of Less by Kate Flanders. It was a great book. So that's kind of been on my mind, like value, controlling your spending, just kind of just reevaluating things. So uh, I'll share with you some of my, my favorite answers that I heard from the group before I throw it out there to everyone. So we'll start with, we'll start with the, the best thing. And I, I got an answer from Justin. He gave, I think, a perfect example of this question. So I, I asked him and he said that the best thing that he ever spent money on was a trip with his kids. He said he got to go out, they got to make some great memories, they got to get to know each other a little bit better. He said he's something to just remember for the rest of their lives. So I think it's a great example of you know, something that he really valued. And then the next answer I got, this comes from someone who's kind of well-known in the, the finance space and the uh, entrepreneurship world. So I won't use his real name, just kind of give him some privacy. Uh, we'll just call him Matt. Um, we'll say Matt Lynn is his name. And Matt Lynn is a really huge Back to the Future fan. And so when I asked him this question, he said that the best thing they ever spent money on was a, as an original 1985 film reel for the first trailer to Back to the Future. And so he said it was a little expensive, but for him, this is a movie that has a lot of value for him. He really enjoys it. Something he keeps now in a case in his office. So for him, you know, this is valuable to him. This is something that he, he thinks is a good use of his money. And for someone else, it may say they don't like it, but I think it's all personal. And so now we'll go to my, my personal favorite question, which is what's the worst thing that you've ever spent money on? And so uh, the first answer, this comes from Liz. And she said her law degree. And that was pretty much I guess you, gotta, you can gotta figure out what she meant by that. Uh, so I'll just move on from that one. And then the next one was from Gabby. And she said that the worst thing that she ever spent money on was an Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas album. <laughs> and, and her quote was, this was literally the worst music that I've ever heard. And it still haunts her to this day that she wasted her money on this. And I don't know, I didn't ask her how much she paid for this. I don't know if it was $20, if it was $5. Regardless, it was just way too much money for her. So, I think that, that kind of gives you a good example of, you know, some answers when it comes to something you value, something you don't value when it comes to spending your money. So I want to throw it out there. Uh, so we'll just start with the best thing. Does anyone have an example of the best thing you've ever spent money on? I'll, I'll repeat it so everyone can hear it. Any volunteers? All right, we'll go for it. I saw you first. Uh, my rescue dog. Oh, my rescue dog. That's a great answer. I like that one. I've actually heard that one before, too. That's a good answer. Someone else? Want to go? All right, go for it. Cleaning ladies. <laughs> that's a good one. I think you can get a price on getting your time back. That's, that's a good one. All right, go for it. Three months backpacking through South America. Three months backpacking through South America. That's, that sounds like fun. Okay. That one. All right, well, I can take one more. Anyone else? All right, go for it. Uh, uh, Dave Ramsey's Totally Money Makeover. <laughs> you know, I just read that book. And you know what? He's very polarizing. 
But I think it, it's good information. I think it's a good foundation for anyone to start with. All right, now, my personal favorite again. So uh, someone have an example of the worst thing you've ever spent money on. Anyone? I was at the height of the market. <laughs> okay. I... <laughs> Can I repeat that? Said <laughs> Dave Ramsey's twenty-one day makeover. Do I have any other any other uh, volunteers? All right, go for it. A convertible in Seattle. <laughs> How long did you keep that for? Did you put the top down? Okay. <laughs> All right, go for it. Snapchat spectacles. Snapchat spectacles. Those were real hot for a while. <laughs> All right, I'll get one more. Go for it. A stupid useless vehicle SUV. A stupid useless vehicle SUV. Especially because gas is going up. So, but I think this this gives uh, some good examples of you know how people feel about the purchases they make. And you know, for me, I, um. I'll go through this quickly. My, for me, the best thing I ever bought, because uh, I'm, I'm really into gadgets, that's my thing, uh, was a pair of those like Apple headphones, those AirPods, and I thought they looked ridiculous when I first saw them, and they were kind of expensive, but they, they got good reviews, so I picked them up, something I use every day now, so I think that's why I value it, because most gadgets I either sell on eBay or they just go in a drawer and I never see them again. And then for, for the worst thing I've ever spent money on, that I have to go back to, I was around 17 years old, and you know, I was at home, and it was getting late at night. The rest of my family had gone to sleep already. And you know what most teenagers do is late at night, you start flipping through the TV, and you know where you're going. You kind of know the channels you're heading towards. And then, you know, I got to where I thought I was going to. And that was to the channel where they turned to infomercials all night long. You never, it was just, just straight infomercials. And you know, I, I love gadgets. So for some reason, I gravitated towards like kitchen appliance gadgets. So it's like the little sandwich makers, and then they have the, that one syringe you can like throw in a roast, and it'll throw like whole cloves of garlic in there and marinade. And then like the, I think the, the biggest one of all is that, that rotisserie that you can put like a whole turkey in. And then their catchphrase is you set it and you forget it, right? So I, 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 lo I love infomercials. I have no reason why I just, I just do. So my friends, we were at the mall, and we saw one of those ass seen on TV stores. They just opened it up. And I was like, you know, we got to go in. It's like walking into every infomercial that's ever existed. You just go in there, you can see all the products. So we go in there, and the first product that caught my eye was this pancake-making pan. And I know what you're probably thinking is, like, aren't all pans pretty much pancake-making <laughs> pan? And, and yeah, they're pretty much you can cook a pancake almost in, in any type of pan. But this was special because it was a picture like a non-stick pan, but on top is a lid that's kind of hinged on top. And it's the exact same size as a pan and has the same non-stick little coating on it. So the idea is you put your batter in the pan, you put the lid down, you cook it on one side, then you flip the whole thing over and you cook it on the, the lid essentially. So I was like, oh, this is, this, is, this is brilliant, right? But now looking back, I'm like, well, it's not really that hard to use a spatula, so I don't know. <laughs> why this was a good idea. But you know, sometimes you're using a spatula, the pancake like breaks and you end up with like a weird shape one. So I was like, this will exponentially increase my ability to make pancakes. So I buy it, I go home. For some reason, all of my friends come with me to my parents' kitchen and we're in there making pancakes. So I take the pan out, I put it on the stove, turn on the fire, get it all ready, start making the batter. And then I, I'm getting ready to make my first pancake. I have an audience of guys, 17-year-old guys, we're all in this kitchen making pancakes. And so I pour the batter, and then I make my first mistake, which was I just close the lid. And with most food, you, you probably should be able to see it when you're cooking it. But I was like, you know, I've cooked a lot of pancakes in my life. I'll, I know when to flip this over. So put the lid down, start cooking it. I'm like, all right, now it's time to flip it. So I lift it up. 
you just flip the whole thing over and I just dropped it down on the stove. Well, that's when I noticed my second mistake, which was there's about a half inch gap between the lid and the pan itself, and I didn't realize that. And because the lid was closed, I didn't know that the pancake wasn't cooked. It was really just like hot batter at that point. So when I dropped it on the stove, the batter just shot out of the sides. And it went everywhere. It was on the stove, it was on my shirt, the counter, the floor. And that was the last time I ever used that pan. I just let it cool off and I just threw it in the trash, basically. So I think it was the first experience I had with buying something with my own money, being excited and realizing I just wasted it, essentially. So b before we go, I want to leave you with these last words. If you're out at the store, you picked up something that looks really exciting because it's on sale, or you have your computer, you're throwing things in your cart, I want you to just take a deep breath. I want you to put the item down, step away from your computer, and I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to just think of these words to help you remember this show. Using a spatula isn't that hard. So, so thank you, appreciate it. Chris Browning, everybody. Right.